Welcome back to Brooko Mode. In this episode, we are going to talk about why comparison is not the thief of joy, but your expectations are. How many times do we blame comparison as being the killer of our happiness? I'll never be like them. How are they so happy? How do they have it all figured out? I've been there and I've done it many times. This comparison makes us feel inadequate, unworthy, unsuccessful. But is it really the comparison robbing us of our happiness? Or is it our expectations? We are all guilty of this comparison. It's an innate human drive where we make evaluations of other people. I've done it. You've done it. We know how it feels. No matter how hard we work, there's always someone working harder, someone stronger, wealthier, funnier, better looking, smarter, more liked, more respected. Whatever you love about yourself, someone will have it and more. But comparison can also work the other way and feed our self-esteem. When we compare to others doing worse than us, this is called downward comparison and it makes us feel more worthy and sometimes superior. Unfortunately, this is not how we are as humans and this is not how I am. We are driven to search for what we don't have and find evidence that we aren't good enough. No matter how much we have and how much progress we're making, we're always comparing to people who are above us. Upward comparison. Comparison can make our biggest achievements feel meaningless and our dreams and aspirations impossible and stupid. Comparison has been labelled as the thief of joy, but I think it's one step deeper. The reason comparison makes us feel these certain ways is because of our own expectation, not the comparison itself. Let me give you an example. If I lose five kilos and take a progress picture and then compare myself to the five kilo heavier version of myself, I feel proud. I'm happy about the effort I've put in. However, If I compare my physique to thousands of images on social media of these near-perfect body, then these positive emotions suddenly disappear. Why is that? You would argue that it's comparison, that it's robbed us of our joy. And to some extent, I don't disagree. But only because you haven't learnt to manage your expectations. You haven't been able to train yourself to recognise the effort you have put in versus them. Compare that and not just the end product. How long have they been training for? Dieting for? Are they using artificial enhancers? Are they using good lighting with a good pump? There's not just that to consider, but also why do they look like that? We often just compare our physical things but because it's the most observable thing. But how do we even know if they're happy? A lot of the time on social media, you don't get to see this bigger picture. A lot of the time, these people with these extreme physiques often use it as an escape to their internal discomfort, which is nothing against the outcomes that they have, but it's just to show you that the external things that we observe often don't correlate to the internal state that you want. It's really hard to compare mental health, subjective well-being. If we could compare people's mental health and their subjective well-beings, then a lot of our lives would change for the better because we'd start comparing the practices of those who felt better about themselves and were more content in life and not just those with big houses, large bank accounts and big biceps. 
Our expectations define our happiness more than our circumstances. So you shouldn't demonize comparison. It can be such a valuable guide to learning. How much could I learn from this person if I wasn't intimidated by their success? And not just their external success, but the way they feel about themselves and their lives. It's incredibly difficult to find out. But if you have meaningful conversations, powerful self-reflection, and you can identify what makes you happy, what makes you fulfilled, and start to think, am I doing things in my life to please other people, to make myself feel less threatened by other people's external success? What can I do for me? A quote I really love from Montesquieu from a long time ago was, if one only wished to be happy, this could be easily accomplished. But we wish to be happier than other people, and this is always difficult, for we believe others to be happier than they are. This is an important point, because often on social media, people are depicting themselves in such a positive light. It's often a highlight reel, as we call it. So it's not realistic. So when we start to compare, it's not realistic. We expect to be as happy as them, but it's not the reality. We look to those with this external success as the guide for internal success, but it's not correlated. We expect them to be happy because they have money and a big house and these big job titles, but often they're not. We think they are happier than they are. Here's a little thought experiment for you. If I ask you, would you rather be rich or happy? You would say happy. And if I asked you to show me who's happy, you'd likely point to the rich. And then you'd compare your circumstances with theirs and try to use them as the guide to your happiness. This is the problem. The expectation that financial success is a guide to internal success. It's so understandable why we do it. And I've done it many times because it's tangible. We can observe it. It's in the flesh. But it's also going to set us up for disappointment when we begin to realize the reality that chasing external things to bring us our happiness is flawed and not the best guide. So, how do we change our expectations? How do we manage the way we compare ourselves to create a more fulfilling life? Firstly, gratefulness. We're constantly obsessing with what others have. Put your time and energy into appreciating what you do have. Is it a great family, a great job, a safe country to live in? Countless opportunities to explore. Great friends. If you're going to compare the things you don't have, then it's only fair that you compare what you do have with those who don't have them. It's the only fair thing to do for yourself. Or else you'll get up or else you'll get caught in this cycle of never having enough and life never being good enough. You'll never be content if you're constantly searching for the things you don't have. Secondly, you need to understand that External success and internal success are not the same. Yes, I understand you need a certain level of financial freedom, but a $5 million bank account will only fool you for so long before you become dissatisfied once again with your life. Lower your expectations. Achieving external success may not bring you the contentment you're after. You need to search elsewhere. Number three, the all or nothing mindset. The price tag, as we call it. Every aspect of someone comes with an associated cost. 
We can't cherry pick people's characteristics without acknowledging the sacrifices and efforts involved to get them. If someone has an incredible body, acknowledge the time and energy spent to obtain that. And just understand that this body may not equal a happy and healthy mind. If you want to be like someone, you have to have all of the associated costs, not just the one thing you desire. So you like the job they have where they get to travel around the world, but you also then have to take their circumstances where they have to spend incredible amounts of time away from their family. You want their successful business, which took five years to succeed. You would also have to endure the countless hours of dedication and uncertainty that brought them that success. You either compare it all or not at all. And if you do want to trade with them, don't expect to be able to have those circumstances without the effort they put in. I guarantee you, if you put that effort in, you'd have similar circumstances and a way better mindset. We focus on what we don't have. Start to put your attention to what you do have. Be aware of the efforts that people put in to what they do have. We fall into the habit of putting our attention to people's observable things, their external successes that we don't have. Find happy people. Find people content with themselves and life. Find people you know who are genuinely living with good mental health and find out what works for them and start to try and implement some things into your life and reflect on your life and see what makes you happy and fulfilled because a lot of the time the evidence is there. You just have to explore it. If you want a happy and fulfilling life, don't expect to have it without any effort. Comparison isn't a bad thing. It's not the comparison that robs us of joy. It's deeper. It's our expectation that we can have what people have worked so hard for without the effort. If we manage our expectation, the comparison can become very useful information. How did they get there? What steps did they take? Could I reach out to them and see what it takes to have that? Should I find out if it's even worth it? All of these questions will guide your life in a better direction. But it doesn't happen unless you start asking those questions by first lowering your expectations and quietening your ego. Lastly, enjoying the journey. Instead of expecting to have everything without effort, we should embrace the journey of striving for more while expecting less. Start to compare yourself with a previous version of yourself. That's what matters the most, not other people. It's about finding contentment within you. Comparison will not rob you of your joy. You will, and your expectations. It's so easy to blame other people, but the way we see others and the world are all within our control. It won't be easy. We have to put lots of time and energy into changing how we think and behave. But it becomes really easy once you truly understand the power that you have over your own life. That's it. Stop demonizing comparison, manage your expectations, and start bringing that attention of yours inwards to the things you can control. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you all. If you could please take a quick moment to rate the podcast five stars, it would mean a lot and go a long way. Thank you, and I'll see you in the next one.